Big Mike here with Hayes Entertainment. Today's episode, we got a UFC legend. We got Kenny Ken Flo Florian fighting in the middleweight and featherweight for most of his career. 14 and 6 record. If you like what we're doing, hit that subscribe button. If you're looking for a mug, perhaps a hoodie, head on over to IonlyTouchGreatness.com. Hey, this is Kenny Florian, and you're listening to the I Only Touch Greatness podcast. We're the best, just like Dallas says. We're the best, we stay hot to death. We're the best, always down the rack. This is in the family, what you know about that. We're the best, just like Dallas says. We're the best, we stay hot to death. We're the best, always down the rack. This is in the family, what you know about that. Can't beat us, we MCs. I make cats run like DMC. My boy gets saved. ENT on a track, I blow like TNT. Hot boys like CMB. Girls spend the night like a BMB. I say what I want, I want what I say. Remain at the top, I'm the top of the game. The top Step of the back, game. I come up quick, fast, so fast. When I stop, y'all get whiplash. So, what you wanna say today? Hate the game, dog. I'm the ace of spades. I call player, bet it's not over. Are taking over the podcast scene in Vancouver. Get down or lay down. Just like Dallas says, we the best. We stay hot to death. We the best. Always down the rack. This haze in the tank. What you know about that? We the best. Just like Dallas says, we the best. We stay hot to death. We the best. Always down the rack. This haze in the tank. What you know about that? We the best. Yes, that's something I can put play. Hey, cause the ballers get paid. Six trays, you want West Coast, just holla at Hayes. We the best, just like Gallant says, we the best. We stay hot to death, we the best. Always down the rack, this haze in the team. What you know about that? We the best, just like Gallant says, we the best. We stay hot to death, we the best. Always down the rack, this haze in the team. What you know about that? About that, about that. Hey, Kenny. Kenny. What's going on, guys? Hey, how, how you doing? doing? How are you? Good. Good, good. I'm Ryan, by the way. And I'm Big Mike. Big Mike you've been talking to. Thanks for sharing both our posts today. That was really nice of you. You got it, man. Thanks for uh, taking the time for us today and uh, coming on. We really appreciate it. We've been big fans of yours our, your whole career, and uh, it means a lot to us to talk to you. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Where did you grow up, and uh, what was your childhood like? Um, but, you know, I grew up um, outside, but like southwest uh, from Boston, about 26 miles southwest of Boston. Uh, and I uh, grew up in a pretty big family, one of six. Uh, you know, my dad uh, was a doctor. He worked all day, so really didn't see him too much. So it was just uh, me and my brothers and sisters just kind of playing and, and, and roughhousing and uh, did a lot of sports. And, uh, you know, it was just kind of a kid with a lot of energy. So, uh, you know, whether it was, you know, playing some, some sports with my brothers or, you know, screwing around with my friends, it was uh, usually <laughs> something physical. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I guess I just had a lot of energy. I was always doing something, man. What other Fair sports enough. did you play? What's that? Sorry, what other sports did you play? Let's see. So, uh, you know, I tried a lot of different sports. Um, I played soccer year-round. Uh, I played tennis. Uh, I did martial arts as a kid for a period of time. 
Um, but uh, those were like the, the main sports. But I tried everything from baseball to hockey to um, what else? Being track of all sports. All yeah, that stuff. But I, I was pretty hard, you know, I was most hardcore into to soccer. So that took most of my time. I traveled all over the United States and all over the world playing soccer. Okay. I was going to say, yeah, you actually played college soccer, didn't you? I did. I played at Boston College, yeah. Right on. Yeah. Wait, being from Canada, what, what do you think of hockey? I, I, I like hockey, man. You know, I, I think it's an awesome sport. I was – ironically, my parents didn't let me play organized hockey uh, because – well, it, it definitely took some time. So, like, driving us all around to the different sports that we wanted to do was tough. But – uh, they said it was. <laughs> they said it was too violent. They said we, they were worried about me getting hurt. So yeah. I, uh, <laughs> pretty funny that later on I would go on to do MMA. But uh, I, I love hockey, man. I actually became pretty close with uh, a, a lot of the uh, Boston Bruins at, at a certain oh. point when I was fighting. So that was pretty cool. Well, they're, we're not real big Boston Bruins fans here in Vancouver. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember very well when I fought in Vancouver. Uh, I was crazy enough when we were playing you guys in the finals uh, yep. to wear my uh, Boston Bruins jersey at the weigh-in. And uh, wow. I don't think you guys liked it very much. But, uh, oh. Of course you didn't. That was probably <laughs> like even the same Jake Shields card, wasn't it, Mike? No, I yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It Shane was Carwin, I think, was on that one. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. yeah. Mike, Mike's a pitcher at the same party in the Stanley Cup finals. I'm walking down the streets and ran into uh, Jake Shields. Oh, cool. That's funny. And we just had him on last week, so I brought it up again. I'm like, he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, you guys knew how to party, that's for sure. Like, yeah. walking the streets. We were partying hard. <laughs> we may not have won, awesome but we city, partied man. hard. <laughs> Vancouver's an awesome city. I, I got a chance to go back uh, for a Fox Sports thing uh, when the Women's World Cup was going on, and I was there with my wife, and we got a chance to kind of hang out and eat at a bunch of the great restaurants, and we rented a, a moped, and we just kind of went all over the city. But it was, uh, it was awesome, man. Nice. Did you guys check yeah. out the revolving restaurant? Uh, we did not. We unfortunately okay. didn't get a chance to do that. But okay, yeah. how did you get into fighting in the first place then? And uh, when did it actually start? Like the MMA, right? You know, I um I, I had no intention of going into professional fighting. Um, I loved Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and you know, for me, I got into it because of Hoist Gracie, like so many other people, and I said you know, if I want to be really good at this or, or if I want to at least know what the heck I'm doing, I, I, I've always felt like I needed to challenge myself against another dude who, who wants to fight and wants to do, wants to try to hurt me. Um, and for me, that was the big challenge was how can I prepare for another trained fighter? How would I do? And that was always something that was on my mind. So I was like, I'm going to try one fight and that's it. I'm going to see what happens. And you know, I won my first fight. I won my second. I won my third. Um, I think it was my fourth professional fight or my fifth professional fight um, where I fought for a belt in Boston. And um, I, I went against a guy named Drew Fickett, who was actually being scouted by uh, Dana White to be on this okay. new show called The Ultimate Fighter. And we had an absolute war. That was probably the first time I had ever been hit in the face in an MMA fight because the other fights I would just kind of take people down and, and win. <laughs> uh, and we had a back and forth war, man. And, uh, and yeah, so I thought I won. He thought he won. He ended up winning a split decision, uh, in Boston. And, um, 
you know, after the fight, Dana White had come back to my dressing room and said, you know, that was an amazing fight. I thought you were going to get your ass kicked. Uh, I thought you won the fight, man. You, you got to head us up. Let us know. You know, send an interview of you being interviewed, um, you know, by your brother or something. And, uh, you know, we'd love to have you on the Ultimate Fighter show. And I was like, I was so pissed that I lost. And I was like, yeah, whatever, whatever. I ended up sending in some, like, seminar DVD of me teaching. And, uh, and I got a call. They asked me if I was interested in coming out to Vegas for an interview. I did the whole interview process. Uh, they told me it was actually going to be uh, a weight class at 185 pounds, even though I was like 170 pounds at the time. And uh, I ended up doing it anyway. Luckily, got to the end of the, uh, you know, got to the finals, got my ass kicked by Diego Sanchez. And uh, it was really then, it was really then that I said I wanted to be a professional fighter because after that, I was like. I need, I need to do this. I'm not going out like that. I know I can do better. I know I can actually train much better and train like a fighter. And I, and I felt like I allowed myself, um, you know, to just cave to the pressure and it just didn't sit well with me. And, uh, you know, I, I said, you know what, I'm going to make this my living and see how far I could take it. Well, you made the right decision. That's for sure. I was <laughs> going to say, you just brought up uh, Diego Sanchez. Uh, you guys are one of only two fighters to complete in four different weight classes. What's it like uh, fluctuating like weight classes that much? You know, it, it, it's interesting. You know, for me, I always thought the martial artist should be able to compete uh, against anyone for the most part. You know, I think that's the real sign of, of, of a great martial artist is that you'll take any challenge and um, you will perform well. Um, you know, so I, I think that it, it, it definitely pushed me to be better, more disciplined, more skillful, um, you know, fighting up at 185 pounds was really difficult. I was tiny. I was the least experienced. I was the smallest on the show. So that was really tough. Um, but I learned a lot of, you know, how to, you know, deflect people's energy and how to be more efficient and all that stuff. And then at 170, that was also tough because those guys were pretty big. 155 was probably the, the right weight class for me. Uh, that was kind of the happy medium. And that 145 was just way too low. I didn't have any energy or, or, or much strength <laughs> at that weight class. And that was just fucking crazy. But uh, it, was, it was a cool experience, though. I mean, it really taught me a lot about dedication and, and discipline and just trying to make – just making the weight was, was, you know, a battle in and of itself. Now, did you go slowly down from the 185 to the 145? Or was it yeah, like so a – I don't think I was ever, ever even 185. I think I was like 182 pounds was like the heaviest I ever was. Uh, most people were like 215, 210 pounds cutting down to 185. <laughs> so that was a, that was a big difference. So, you know, even 170, I think, um, you know, I probably was walking around when I was, you know, at 185, I was trying to gain weight. I think the heaviest I got up to was like 182. And then, um, when I was fighting at 170, I think like, uh, you know, like when I wasn't, um, you know, like killing my diet, I was like 178 pounds. And then, um, I cut like maybe like two pounds to make 170, you know? Um, and then 155, I'd cut like seven pounds, maybe eight pounds. And then, uh, at 145, I cut a, a, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Big yeah. time. Yeah. Take us back to your fight with Chris Liebman. We actually have him coming on in two episodes from now. Oh, nice. You know, I, um, Chris was, you know, a dude who was probably one of the most dangerous guys in the house because he was fearless. He was big. He was strong. He was experienced. 
Um, and, you know, I, I had just started to train with him a little bit because I got transferred over to Team Couture's side and, um, you know, actually got to know him and it was pretty cool. And then all of a sudden we were like fighting each other. We're like, oh man. And, uh, you know, he was trying to get in my head. I remember when uh, we woke up on fight day, he was telling me, he's like, I'm 205 pounds, Kenny. I'm going to have to smash that cat. And I'm going to have to smash. <laughs> so, you know, I remember it's like, oh, man, just don't make any mistakes. Just be conservative. Make sure, you know, you, you, you don't take a shot clean to the head. And, um, you know, I ended up landing an elbow uh, that split, split, split him open and uh, ended up getting the win. So, you know, it was, uh, you know, I think it was one of those fights where, you know, I don't think I was necessarily winning. I thought that Chris was probably, you know, doing well. It was, he wasn't necessarily beating me up, but, um, so I wasn't really taking a lot of damage, but I think he was winning the rounds I thought. And, um, you know, ended up going my way. So it, it, it taught me a lot and, um, you know, motivated me to, to keep going and, and, and uh, continue training hard. You were in the house when he peed on the bed. I was. I was actually in the same room, and he had said that, and I wasn't sure. Like, I was kind of like half asleep, half awake, and I remember him saying that. I was like, did that really happen? Like, what's going yeah. on? And I just kind of like went back to sleep, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he's, he's crazy, man. But uh, yeah. And then he ended up he's fighting got, him, didn't he? What's that? He ended up fighting uh, – well, he was Thacker, I believe. He right? did. Thacker, Jason yeah. Thacker. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, people change. It's been 20 years. <laughs> yes yeah who are the biggest influences in your career geez you know um i think uh, there were a lot of people you know I, I had a lot of great coaches you know obviously my brother keith w was a big influence uh, Faraz Sahabi was a big influence george st pierre was a big influence um you know all, all the guys that i had a chance to train with over the years uh mark deligrati early on in my career really helped me a lot as well so, you know, there were a lot of people that were there to, to help me and support me and, um, you know, all my training partners, you know, every single person I train with, you know, helps, you know, that, that's the thing, you know, like we don't, while we do walk in there alone, um, it's everybody else that kind of helps us prepare for those fights. So uh, always been very grateful to, to all the people that have helped. Do you have a favorite, you like, look, oh, go ahead. Do you have a favorite movie about sports or fighting? If I what? Do you have a favorite movie about sports or fighting? Ah, let's see. Huh. Jeez. Um, you know, as a kid, I always loved the Bloodsport movies. Yeah. <laughs> I always loved Bloodsport with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Um, I think that was a classic. Obviously, the Rocky movies. Uh, you know, even the Karate Kid movies. Uh, not necessarily. They didn't really inspire me for martial arts necessarily, but I just, me and, my, and the rest of my family, we, just, we probably saw Karate Kid a thousand times. And we're not uh, talking. We're not talking the Jalen Smith one for the young kids. Watching. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The old school one with Ralph Macchio, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> man, yeah, I, I think. Uh, what else? You know, um, hmm. I mean, th there's a bunch. There's a bunch of them, I guess. You know, everything from Rudy to yeah. you know any kind of underdog story. That's a good one. Uh, any other kind of sports underdog story, I'm I'm all about it. Yeah, Rudy's definitely my favorite sport. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three times you uh, battled for the UFC championship. Uh, came up short, obviously, against Shirk, Penn, and Aldo. Um, still an amazing feat to have. I've always considered you one of the best MMA fighters not to win the championship. What was it like uh, getting there and being that uh, title fight? 
Thanks, man. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was every time it felt, felt a little different, you know, uh, with the Sean Shirk fight, I, I certainly didn't have a whole lot of experience and, um, you know, wasn't sure how that was really going to go down. I, I was prepared to kind of do my best and, and fight him as hard as I could. And, uh, obviously, you know, Sean was able to get the better of me and, you know, the fight against BJ Penn was really cool because, uh, it, it was cool in that he was a guy that I always looked up to, but I think that also affected me. I think I held him in, in too high of regard and gave him a little bit too much respect in some ways. Um, and, uh, that was also another fight where just kind of, uh, training camp wise, there was a lot that just didn't go right. Uh, in, in my opinion. And, um, but either way, I do think that he was a guy that was just way better prepared. I thought he had better skills on the feet and as far as wrestling. And those are the two things that I really needed to work on and get better at. Uh, it was after that fight that I, I started training with Faraz Sahabi. And I think I made, um, you know, way more progress in getting better as a fighter as well. And, uh, and then in the fight against Jose Aldo, um, it, it, that was an awesome fight. You know, I think skill-wise, uh, I never felt better. I felt that the weight cut was horrible. Um, and uh, that, that was kind of the, the biggest challenge before that. And um, I, I didn't feel right in that fight, but I do feel that um, it was an awesome, awesome experience where I learned a lot and improved. You know, I think there's – you know, in martial arts, um, you know, I, I do think it, it's very true. You either win or you learn. And uh, every single time and, and every day, even till today, it's it's about trying to get better. And, um, you know, our opponents are, are great teachers and they show you in, in real time and, uh, what you need to work on and, and where your vulnerabilities are. Joe Rogan described your elbows as being razor sharp. Pretty good compliment coming from a guy like that. I guess, yeah, you know, uh, Joe. Joe has done so much uh, good for the sport, you know, and promoting it, and you know, uh, him just being a huge name, and to see him do so well now is is awesome to see. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I think elbows are one of those things that I think not a lot of people uh, work on. It, it's still even to this day. I I feel like it's getting a little bit more popular. Um, but um, would not, that have been your favorite strike? Practice it. Yeah, not a whole lot of people practice it, I think. And, um, you know, I think back then I was one of the few people who did, and, and uh, I was able to, you know, win some fights that way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, did you see that last uh, fight with uh, Miranda Maverick? That elbow that she threw? That was sick. nasty. That was one of the, that was one of the <laughs> coolest knockouts and shots that I've ever seen. I was, yeah, I mean, she's going to be someone to watch for sure. Yeah, 100%. That one and uh, that last one of uh, Jordan Levitt when he uh, body slammed that guy right on his head, that was nasty. That was brutal, man. That was brutal. Yeah. We had both of those two on last week. Oh, cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's kind of a coincidence that, yeah, we were talking about that. I saw where Mike was heading with that story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you could sit down for dinner with anybody, who would it uh -huh. be? Um, it would probably be uh, Miyumoto Musashi. Uh, Musashi was a, um, a Japanese samurai and sword in the 1600s. Um, and I think his, the way that he lived his life and the way that he organized uh, his thoughts and his training about the martial arts path was, was one that has uh, inspired me a lot. Okay. 
one of one of your fights that sticks out to me the most was uh, the Clay Guido one. Uh, what a fucking fight that was! <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was a, it was a fun fight. You know, Clay was a guy who gave a lot of people uh, hell, man. You know, he beat Anthony Pettis, uh, he beat Nate Diaz, uh, he beat a lot of good guys back in the day, and uh, he was a, he was a huge challenge in my mind. He was a guy that was uh, very unorthodox. He was an excellent wrestler. He had an endless gas tank. He was always moving forward, and my goal was, um, you know, to use that against him in some way, shape, or form. And uh, I was able to get the win, and I was, you know, able to get the finish, which was really cool. And um, you know, Clay's one of those guys I have a lot of respect for, um, and he's still in the fight game doing it, man. It's 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 amazing. He's he's a beast. He is. He's not hanging him up yet. That's for sure. No. no. Do you have a favorite sports hero? Oh man, you know, um, there, there's a lot of guys, you know, uh, Diego Maradona, who just passed away was a guy that I, I looked to, looked up to as an athlete. Um, and sure he had his fair share of, uh, challenges outside uh, of, yeah. of sports, of course. But, um, as a player, he was one, he was like a, he was like a true artist, man. Him, Michael Jordan, um, are, are guys that I kind of looked up to a lot. Larry Bird, uh, you know, being from Boston. Um, so yeah, you know, th those are kind of the, the three that really stand out to me. Okay. Obviously yourself being a UFC legend, you fought many other legends in like Maynard, Stout, Sanchez, Penn, Aldo. Um, does any of those stick out more than the other? Geez, you know, I think, um, you, for me, I think, um, you know, the BJ Penn fight was really cool. The fight, a guy who was that big of a legend at the time, uh, was huge. Uh, so, you know, that, that was probably my most difficult fight, you know, as far as where we were at, at that point in our lives, skill wise. Um, I, I thought that was my toughest fight. Is there ever a fight that you wish would happen, uh, that you never got to actually fight? You know, it would have been cool to get a rematch against someone like BJ Penn or Diego Sanchez. You know, I think that would have been cool. Those are guys from my generation that, um, it would have been cool to kind of uh, regroup and, and get a chance at, um, at fighting them again. But, you know, it didn't, it didn't uh, pan out that way. What was your favorite venue to fight in? That's the one I was going to say. Jeez, let's see. Um, you know, it was always cool fighting in Vegas, man. You know, fighting at the MGM or fighting at Mandalay Bay was, was pretty special. I mean, the energy in, in both of those places was unlike anything that I've ever experienced. Vancouver, I got to say, Vancouver was pretty damn cool, man. Like, even though you guys wanted to kill me and, and, <laughs> and were swearing at me as I was walking out, it was the, the, the energy there was electric. Um, and I, I, it almost, you know, being cheered against was actually kind of cool. And that happened in Minnesota as well with uh, when I fought Roger Huerta. Um, but um, it was almost, I don't know, it was almost less pressure. It was almost like allowed me to kind of go out and compete without any issue in a way. But, uh, I, you know, it's hard to pinpoint one, but any time I fought in Vegas was, was really cool. It was a dream venue you maybe never got to fight in. You know, I always thought and wanted to fight in Japan. I always thought I was going to fight in Japan one day, and I always thought it was going to be against Takanori Gomi. I got half of that right. I did fight Takanori Gomi, uh, <laughs> but it wasn't in Japan. It was in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. So uh, that that was pretty cool. Okay. We had uh, Anthony Linehart-Smith on last night, and uh, what a beauty that guy is, man. It's yeah. nice seeing his career finally going up. I think the guy's going to take a title shot here. 
Yeah, no, I, th I think he's a really tough dude. There's no question about that. And it was great to see him back on track after struggling a little bit. And um, I thought he really showed how good he really is in his last fight. And uh, bringing it together like he did was, was awesome. Um, so I, I think um, if he can continue on that, on that path, I, I think he's going to give a lot of people trouble as he, as he moves up the rankings again. What are your uh, strengths as both an athlete and as a person? My strengths? Yes. Geez, um, I don't know. I, I think, um, you know, I, I guess I, I, just try, I just try to think a little bit uh, differently and, and try to approach the game um, thoughtfully uh, the best that I can. I, I try to, um, you know, use my brain more than, uh, I guess, my brawn. I, I wasn't blessed with, you know, uh, you know, the strongest body necessarily or anything like that. Um, so I, I try to always use my brain uh, and try to use my, my strategy to, to win fights. Uh, Billy Quarantilo was actually going to come on today and say hi, but uh, he couldn't make oh, cool. it. He's training for the fight, obviously. But uh, we brought this up, obviously, with your, uh, your quote, when uh, the fight gets dark, Billy will be there. And uh, I honestly think he's going to be a title contender as well. Billy's the man, dude. It's great to see him do well. Um, he's a tough, he's a tough kid, and um, I think he's proven himself uh, that he's one of the more exciting fighters in the division. And um, I think the future is bright for him, man. This one's a little bit of a joke question, but if you were to be in a contest that paid you x x amount of money to sing karaoke, what song are you singing? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, man. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> dang, I don't know. I really don't know. The one, one, one song, huh? Yeah, like this is a new question that we've only had the last couple of days, but um, yeah, I like how uh, it helps people. Geez, I, you know, I got to think about that one. I can't, I can't come up with an answer right now. Um, you don't sing in the shower? Yeah, I know. I, it, <laughs> every once in a while, I guess. Uh, um, let me think. Well, the what? Well, well, the family's not around. You're singing in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm always singing some stupid song. Uh, let's see here. Um, Man, I don't know. Uh, Next question. What do I got? Uh, I'm gonna have to get back to you on that. I think. Let's see. What, what songs have I been listening to lately? Uh, and what will we find? Hey, you know what? It would be something by Pearl Jam. How about Even Flow? There we go. Or okay. Jeremy by by Pearl Jam. I'm a big Pearl Jam fan. Okay. Old okay. Pearl Jam. There. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, go to quarantine snack. Jeez. Uh, go to quarantine snack. I've been really into this, uh, like uh, like tortilla chip and dip type thing yep. uh, that I'll do every <laughs> every once in a while. So yeah, I guess uh, tortillas and dip. Okay. If you were an animal, what would you be? Oh man, I'm here hitting you with the hard ones, bud. You are. You are. <laughs> I would say because you're a Bruins fan. Because you're a Bruins fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? I would. I would. Uh, I would accept the life of a lion. Okay. I would accept the life of a lion. It's a tough one, but I would do it. That'd be fun. Hey, Kenny, can I run through the UFC card with you? Do you know yeah. the next one coming up? Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. I need to play some bets. 
I know. Uh, we'll start the ball. We'll start the prelims, and we'll go Hooper or Barrett. Uh, let's go with Barrett. Okay, uh, Vandera or Spivak. I might butcher the names. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let me see. Let's go with Spivak. Uh, Torres or Hughes? Hmm. Let's go Torres. Okay, Tucker or uh, our boy Billy Q. Billy Q. Yeah. Uh, Dern or uh, Johnny Doroba? That's a tough one. I think let me go with Dern. Okay. Cub Swanson or Panada? I'm probably leaning towards Panada at this point. Okay. Dos Santos or Gain? <sighs> I think I'm going to go with Ghana. Yeah. Okay, Ghana. Uh, Souza or Holland? It's tough for me to pick against Jacare. Uh, I- I'm going to go with Jacare, but Kevin Holland is-, is tough, and it's it's unfortunate that Souza's kind of coming in on short notice, so I don't love that for him, candidly, but uh, I'll go with Souza. Okay. Uh, no, I'm definitely going to butcher these ones. Moicano and Fiziev. You got it, man. You hit it. Uh, I'd go with Fiziev. Okay. Uh, Ferguson or Oliveira? This is another tough one, man. It should be a banger, but uh, I'm going to go with Ferguson. Okay. And, uh, fuck, this is the hardest name. <laughs> Figueroa. Yeah, Figueroa. Figueroa and Moreno. You know, this it's a great fight. Um, Moreno can definitely pose some problems, but I, I like the fact that Figueroa just has so much firepower, man. I, I don't see him losing for a little bit. I like Figueroa here. Okay. What's your ring? Nice. Those are pretty. Oh, is that? Go Sorry, ahead, Mike. No, that's it. Go ahead. Um, what's your ring entrance music? I always chose a different one every single time. It all depended on what I was feeling. I I, I chose a lot of like underground hip hop songs, or so yeah. I, I kind of mix it up. I didn't have one consistent one. Okay. How much are you enjoying the commentating and like uh, the battle bots? It's great, man. It's been it's been a lot of fun. Uh, this season it was tremendous. Uh, there were a lot of challenges with the whole COVID thing going on, but I think we delivered the best season yet. So uh, I'm pumped for people to check it out. It'll be on tomorrow night. Okay. What's what your you uh, favorite piece of uh, sports memorabilia that you collected over the years? Like, is there uh, your gloves from a certain fight that's like priceless to you, or a pair of shorts, or something? You know, I don't really put a lot of value in what I own or like any stuff that's like mine. I guess. But um, the coolest thing that I have, one of the coolest things that I own uh, is a pride glove, is the official pride glove signed by Kazushi Sakuraba. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, pretty cool. So what's GSP like as a person? He's one, face. Of, he's one of the nicest people. He's one of the nicest people I've ever met. Um, he's a, a champion through and through. And um, he is, uh, you know, authentic and real. Like, you know, there's certain people that you look at and you're like, oh, man, he seems like he's a really nice guy. Sometimes it's true and sometimes it's not. But uh, I think with GSP, what you see is what you get. He, he's one of the nicest individ- individuals that I've met in this sport and, um, you know, Good. one of the best athletes that I've ever met as Good well. Canadian kid. Yeah, he is, man. Do, do you think he's the greatest ever? Listen, I think it's really hard to dispute that. Um, You know, I think that based on everything that he's done uh, and the way that he did it, 
Um, I think it, it's hard to accomplish. You know, being a two-division champion and um, the kind of record that he's had, the consistency that he had at welterweight at a certain point, I think it, it's, hard to, it's hard to go against that. You know, I think, you know, just based on what he's done and the fact that he's, he's had a clean record, he's never tested positive for any steroids or anything that, like that, he did it, and he did it in the right way. And did it classy, too. He sure did. What do you do after a big win? Um, you know, after a big win, I, it usually involves eating. Uh, I'd go with my friends and go out to eat. Um, every once in a while after a flight, uh, I would go to a club or something like that. But uh, A couple pints. Yeah, yeah, exactly. More than anything <laughs> else, it involved, it involved uh, going getting some drinks and, and, uh, and getting some food. Okay. Yeah. Who hey, of, Kenny, I just want – oh, go ahead, go ahead. I got another one. Yeah. Uh, who, who of these young athletes inspires you and fires you up? You know, I think one guy that I really enjoy watching um, is Israel Adesanya. Uh, I think uh, Israel um, Incredible. Really, really can be a superstar in this sport. Uh, I think he has a, um, a, a technique and a style uh, that is beautiful to watch. So um, I, I, I hope the best for him, man. He's, he's killing it right now. That uh, Buckley uh, sparring back kick on uh, Impa, that was nasty, eh? Yeah, it was really cool, man. It was a, it was a devastating knockout. And it's awesome to see knockouts like that um, because I, I think not only is it cool for the fighter themselves, but it also shows fans and fighters what is possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah we had kicked in the face. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, we had Impa on last night, and uh, we're like, oh, we don't want to talk about it too much, but uh, – He's like, no, no. He's like, what can I say, man? And he's like, I learned you can't hold the leg for that long. Boom. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I just want to thank you so much, uh, Kenny, for taking the time for us today and coming on and chatting with us. We've been big fans of yours for your whole life, and uh, we're going to continue to watch your show, obviously, and uh, cheer you on for the rest of your career. You, you guys are great. Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, for those that are watching, anyone who's interested, who, who trains in this sport, if you guys want to check out my YouTube channel, uh, please do and, and share and subscribe. And uh, thank you guys for having me on.